Ancient tools and burials, plants and seeds, Neanderthals. All these things we make. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Archaeological Fantasies Podcast, episode 109. And this is the first episode of 2020, which also makes it episode one of season five of the Archaeological Fantasies podcast, and holy crap, people, five years we've been doing this. That's really awesome. So, also, five years means that it's time to shake things up a little bit. (laughs) I know that last year was a little rough for the podcast, and I super appreciate everybody who hung on with us over the past year. Very much appreciated. And because you have stuck with us this long, I want to give everybody a little bit of an explanation as to what occurred exactly. Um, Well, maybe not exactly. There's certain details I really just can't go into. But when has it ever really stopped me before? And I also want to give people an update on what to look forward to in the year 2020 from the Archaeological Fantasies brand. Yes, folks, we are a brand. First things first. What the hell's been going on? Well, uh, if you follow me on Twitter and if you've stuck with uh, the videos and the podcasts that I have managed to put out and the blog, you'll know that I have been wrapping up my grad school. And last year was particularly rough because it was my quote unquote final year. And I had a lot that I needed to get done. I was taking a lot of credit hours. The college I go to does um, trimesters. So I had three semesters basically, if you don't know what a trimester is. So I'm going to assume you're all intelligent enough to figure that one out. And it, it was just a rough year. Uh, the year before that was kind of rough too, because that's when I started. And the culmination of the final trimester last year, I was doing my, um, I was doing my final project, which should be available to the public here um, starting this year, I believe, over on the Digital Hammurabi page. I did a series of informative archaeology videos for them, and I managed to wrap that up this year. But I was also doing my final thesis, which is also on pseudo-archaeology and the media and basically, like, it's just, it was just a lot. And it a, a lot of it took a toll. And we also had a little bit of a legal kerfluffle, um, kind of, I guess. There's not really a whole lot I can talk about with that other than it's handled, I believe. And if you want to know a whole lot more about it, I highly recommend you head over to Andy White's blog And if you're feeling super, super generous, uh, give him a hand with his Woo War, his Woo War 2, because Andy is really taking this uh, stuff to the mattresses and good luck, Andy. And that's that's pretty much it for, you know, the direct impact on the blog. Um, Mostly it has been I've just been busy, guys. I mean, Grad school is no joke, and my grad school has been particularly difficult. I'm sure everyone who's gone through grad school has had difficulties. Um, Mine was particularly difficult, and yeah, wrapping it up has become more of a ordeal than I was truly expecting it to be, and more of an ordeal than I think it is supposed to be in the real world. But anyway, I digress. One of the major changes that you guys are going to notice in the coming year 
and you may have noticed it uh, halfway through last year, is that um, Dr. Ken Fader and Dr. Jeb Card have both stepped back from the podcast. Um, Jeb has moved on to be working on other projects, and he is actually working with Blake Smith from the Monster Talk podcast, and they are doing a podcast together called In Research Of... And I will leave a link for people if they are interested in the show notes. Please go check it out. Give them a listen. I think it's a really nice blog. Or it's not a blog. I think it's a really nice podcast. Um, so definitely go give them a listen. Give them a thumbs up. Give them a like. Help them out a little bit. Ken has added to his family yet again this year. And I he's just he's a busy guy. What can I say? And he also... Um, <laughs> I don't know how much of this I can really tell you, uh, mainly because it's kind of funny, honestly. Uh, Ken actually really broke his ankle, and so he was out for a bit with the ankle recovery. He's he's fine. He's up. He's walking. He's he's good. He's good, guys. He's good. And so on top of you know having a new addition to the family, plus he already has one young child, um, and he's helping his wife out. And it's just, you know, there's just a lot going on. Congratulations to Ken on the new addition to your family. And, you know, congratulations on healing from your broken ankle. And good luck. Dr. Fader might be joining us back on the podcast in the future, especially as he releases new books, which we hope he continues to do because they are informative and wonderful. As far as being one of the main co-hosts, Ken has definitely taken a step back for the time being on that front, which actually opens us up quite nicely, quite nicely, to bringing in some new co-hosts to work with us. And if you have listened to the podcast in the past, you will recognize these names. We will be having... Uh, Dr. Jen Raff, Jennifer Raff, on here frequently. She is our archaeo-DNA expert um, because she knows these things. Uh, that's that's what she does with her studies. That's what she studied in college. She teaches this stuff, I believe. Anyway, Jennifer is a DNA expert. I am very happy that she has decided to be a regular voice on this podcast links to all of her media because she writes for um, I believe Forbes and in general uh, her own blogs where she basically keeps track of just the misuse of DNA and archaeo-DNA in pseudo-archaeology and pseudoscience in general. Um, she and I both have a pet peeve about these DNA tests where oh it'll tell you if you're Cherokee or not. It's it's not. It's not going to do that guys. Don't don't do that. <laughs> just just don't do that. And yeah, so it'll be great to have Jennifer on here. Dr. David Anderson should be joining us a few more times to talk about uh, archaeology and pop culture, which always a fun topic for me. I love both pop culture and I enjoy the archaeology as it is represented in pop culture because it's like never right. It's just never right. But it it's like so much more interesting sometimes. Like, let's be honest. When was the last time you actually got to punch Nazis? I just, I just want to put that out there. Though I think the Indiana Jones references are a little like too old for people these days. I think most of the younger generations uh, don't know 
They don't know who Indy is, you guys. It's horrible. Oh, God. How could they not? Uh, year five also gives us the ability to play around with the show format some. So you will be hearing you know, a little bit different format. Not too much, I think. Um, mainly, I just kind of want to play around with uh, the sound of the show. Just I kind of really like... I don't know, I just kind of want to play around with the sound a little. So if you if you get an episode one day and it sounds a little strange, go ahead and let me know if you like it or not. Uh, let me know. And if you like it, I will try to incorporate more of it into the show going forward. So, you know, you always got to be fresh and reinventing yourself. But for the most part, I mean, honestly, it's, it's still going to be, we're still going to talk about pseudo-archaeology. We're still going to debunk bad and pseudo-archaeology. It's, it's still our top number one priority. Still going to use the podcast for education um, to answer people's questions and just, you know, address the books and the TV shows and that kind of stuff that's out there. And I mean, that's still our overarching goal with the podcast. So I will be bringing people on, you know, more than just our co-hosts. So we'll still be bringing people on for interviews to discuss various topics. Um, so it's it's more of what you're used to back on a regular schedule. Uh, we're going to be doing the first and the third Monday of every month. So look for two episodes a month. And yeah, I mean, feel free to completely hold me to that. <laughs> I, I need the accountability. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. It's great. It's wonderful. So again, thank you guys and ladies and everyone else in between for sticking with us these past four years. I hope you stick with us on year number five. I feel like I obligatorily have to put out there if you like the show, the things you can do to really help support us would be to give us a rating on whatever podcasting app you're using, um, iTunes especially, because Apple has their weird algorithms. Um, so if you're an Apple user, if you could give us a rating, that would be great. Leave us a comment there. The other thing you could do to really show your support is head over to our Patreon and join us as a patron. And I promise this year that there's going to be some benefits to actually being a patron. <laughs> and mostly those are going to be early release of the show. I'm going to try to have our episodes posted to Patreon. I really want to shoot for a week ahead of time before it goes live to the general public just to kind of give our patrons a leg up. I mean, I, I want the show to stay available to everyone, but I kind of feel like if you're donating, even even at the smallest level, I feel like you should be getting something for it. And I have always added people's names to our donor thank you page because thank you. It Seriously, this this podcast is um, it's it's a self-run independent podcast. I I really want to keep it that way. And in order to do that, I really need support from outside forces and those forces would be you. So I, I really do want to thank everyone for supporting us uh, whatever level you've been supporting us at. And starting this year, regardless of what level you're supporting us at, you will have early access to the podcasts and several other little things that pop up during the year, like videos that I have been working on on our YouTube channel. That's right. 
we have a YouTube channel. And there's going to be a lot of really fun stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, kind of a hodgepodge of stuff right now. I will be keeping up with watching and reacting to pseudo-archaeology TV shows as they come up. Um, I'm also going to be re-watching some older shows just because... I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy it, and people seem to really enjoy watching me react to things. I will be trying to bring uh, Bill Ochter on with me as often as he is available because I really enjoy having somebody to play off of. And honestly, watching poor Bill's brain explode while trying to watch these shows is actually kind of satisfying because I'm like, I'm not crazy. See? See? So... That's a lot of fun. So look forward to the YouTube channel, seeing more reactions there. Also, since I've brought up Mr. Octor, uh, he has his own channel called Archeo RPG, and he's also on as Archeo Thoughts. And what Bill is trying to do is he is really looking at the intersection of games and archaeology. And his current focus is looking at tabletop games is looking at tabletop games which is actually where a lot of really cool stuff is happening for the Archie Fantasies brand because we are going to be we the global we are going to be playing Cyberpunk 2020 this year because it's 2020 and Cyberpunk is set in 2020 so we're going to be playing it as archaeologists and that is going to be available to you on the Archeo RPG channel to watch and observe and enjoy and comment on. So if you're into watching a bunch of archaeologists play tabletop games, which you should be, honestly, I think we're entertaining. Head on over there. You can not only watch the soon-to-be-coming Cyberpunk 2020 game, but you can also watch the D&D game, 5th Ed, yeah, fifth ed that Bill runs for myself and two other lovely archaeologists as we stumble our way through uh, fifth ed D and D and critique it very much as as culture and as an artifact and as archaeologists are wont to do. So go get your archaeo gaming fix on archaeo RPG. The other uh, thing that I am doing specifically as part of Archeo Gaming is I'm launching a video series on the YouTube channel, which is going to be called Geek Eats Cafe. We're going to be looking at the food and the food culture of various games, uh, mainly video games, because they're the ones that usually have like a cooking system set up in them. And last year, if you didn't catch it, I was running a poll where I asked people to pick which cuisine they would like for me to start off with. And there were two winners, actually. There was a tie. And one winner was The Sims Games, Sims 1 through 4, which, hallelujah, almost all of those recipes can be cooked in a kitchen. And the other game that won was Elder Scrolls Online, which I'm actually really excited about. I love Elder Scrolls. Um, I love the games. I'm a huge Morrowind fan. Like, I'm a Morrowind convert. So I know a lot about the Morrowindy area. And not a lot else about the rest of the game. Which I'm finding out as I play the game. Because I just bought the most recent upgrade. Which is Elsewhere. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know squat about the area, but I love the graphics and I love what they've done. And of course, I just I love the game. So as a player, I'm really enjoying it. And as an archaeologist, I, you know, like I have to turn my brain off occasionally, but I think I will be recording myself a few times playing the game as an archaeologist, um, especially once I get my character leveled up a little bit more so that I don't have to worry about everything killing them. Going along with this, I will be cooking recipes and eating those recipes from Elder Scrolls and from The Sims. And I will also be connecting gameplay from both of those games to the Geek Eats Cafe video series. So if you like food and you like video games and you like watching people play video games and then eat food created out of a video game... And you like watching all of that be connected to real-world archaeology. Come on over and come watch our awesome video series. I was really thinking about pulling the audio out of those and uploading the audio as um, as a podcast as well. But I just don't think it's going to work very well. So I'm sorry if you're my podcast listeners only and... Um, you're kind of interested. It, there's just no way for that really to translate well into a podcast. So what I'll probably end up doing for my lovely podcast listeners is just doing kind of a roundup of what happened and how it turned out and that kind of stuff. So you'll you'll get you'll you'll get like a real brief um <laughs> this is what I ate today kind of thing, but as far as you know, it's really hard to do gameplay of a video game through a podcast. All you'd really hear is me cussing and swearing a lot and background noise and i'm sorry that just doesn't sound fun to me i'm sorry that just doesn't sound fun so the last couple things i really want to talk to everybody about uh does have to do very much with the archie fantasies brand and it's mainly that again if you follow the blog the blog this time yes for real you will notice that I have three sub blogs that I've created. And the reasoning behind that is these are three topics that take up a lot of space on the main blog or have the potential to take up a lot of space on the main blog. And I thought it might be better to break them off completely and let them have their own space. Uh, A, to free up the the blog, the main blog, Archaeological Fantasies, for what I mean for it to be, which is um, debunking and education and just examination of pseudo-archaeology. And, I mean, we're still probably going to touch on the topics that these three blogs are for, but not as in-depth, I think. Um, definitely, I'll be sharing links across. So if you don't want to follow all three of these blogs, that is completely understandable. And you should be able to still get information about them on the Patreon account and on the main blog. But um, it also allows you, like, if you are very interested in one topic, you can just go follow that blog. And, you know, there's that. So it can simplify life for you. It can complicate life for you. It just depends uh, how you want to handle this. But the the three new sub-blogs that I have created are um, the Archaeology of Giants, which is looking at um, giants, giantology, the ancient race of giants. It, it unfortunately will end up dipping into religion a little bit because um, the idea of giants is very tightly woven with the idea of Nephilim or Nephilim. And I, that that's straight out of the Bible, so 
that is what it is. So if you're into giants, both modern and otherwise, uh, come on over and give the blog a read. We will more than likely be covering those topics, both on the podcast and the main blog. So, you know, other than I really just want you to come read my blog, don't feel like you're obligated to. It's not like I'm never going to talk about giants ever again, except there. Uh, the second sub blog is Alien Archaeology, which is just exactly what it sounds like. Not only looking at ancient aliens, which, you know, I've got, what, 14 seasons of that to look at. And I feel like there is a lot of material there. Even though I know ancient aliens, the TV show basically just recycles the same stuff season to season. There's still a lot of stuff there that needs to be addressed. And just in general, interacting with the general public, um, as I do. I noticed that there is a a very strong belief in aliens and a very big misunderstanding of certain archaeological sites and archaeological discoveries, specifically because of ancient aliens and other sources like that. So I feel like that's a worthwhile break off for people. Um, That way they don't have to try to sort through the main blog just looking for my alien uh, blogs when you can just go to one location and have it all there. I mean, I know there's ways to do that on the main blog, but I just like in general feel like this is the best way to handle the situation. So I hope you agree with me again. I hope you go check it out. I hope you give us a support by following it. And yeah, the final new sub blog that started last year at Halloween. ha is actually a little bit of a passion for me. It is the Paranormal Archaeology blog. This one's a little bit more academic than pretty much all of the other blogs, and that is because I'm really diving into the archaeology of the paranormal as an archaeologist. Like I'm not I'm not just I'm not there to debunk it. It's it's got a different flavor. It's got a different tone than the other three blogs are going to have. And I want to maintain that because the goal of the paranormal archaeology blog, and there is a podcast component, is not to debunk the the paranormal. That's that's not the goal. It's not the objective of paranormal archaeology. The the point of archaeology is to examine humanity and human past and and even human future through culture, uh, material culture especially. And I think that the human interaction with the paranormal, whether or not the paranormal is real or not, informs um, what it is to be human. Like almost every culture in the world has a paranormal aspect to it. And that includes modern day America, uh, modern day cultures, Almost everybody has a ghost story. Almost everybody has a weird encounter that can't be explained. I, you know, everybody's got a haunted object. Uh, you know, go to YouTube and just type in haunted and just see all of the probably millions of videos that will pop up. And that's that's interesting to me because, uh, you know, my personal beliefs on this aside, which I hope you can probably paste together what those are. What is interesting to me is how people interact with a site or a location or an object if they believe those things are 
paranormal in nature. And that can be anything from like a religious relic, an everyday religious relic to something as brand new as Dybbuk boxes, which are, I really like the idea of the Dybbuk box. So yeah, you should definitely go check that out. I've already written about that and Anadol, Anadol, Annabelle the doll. And I think the first major focus that we're going to be doing at the Paranormal Archaeology blog is and podcast is looking at um, the Conjuring movie franchise. So you see, pop culture and archaeology, you can't get away from it. And we're going to be watching, we being the royal we, going to be watching these movies, kind of looking at the folklore uh, and mythology that all of those movies pull from, uh, from, and also the modern ghost stories that all of those pull from. We're going to be examining how those movies further the fame and the paranormal perception of the topics that they choose to make their movies about because the Annabelle doll is a real thing. And there are three Annabelle movies about the Annabelle doll. So that's kind of interesting just to kind of see how one informs and feeds the other. Um, the Dybbuk box, there was a Dybbuk box movie. It was set up for a second. I don't think we're actually going to see a Dybbuk box too, just because I don't think the first Dybbuk box movie did very well. But eventually I will be doing a comparison of the movie and the real story behind the Dybbuk box. So if you want to know what those are, go check out the blog. And as I was saying earlier, there is a podcast component to the Paranormal Archaeology blog. It's only going to be coming out once a month. I think that's all the time I can really give it, especially since my main podcast focus is the Archaeological Fantasies podcast. I really want to get this thing back where it needs to be, which is both feet underneath it, so it can stand on its own once again. But yeah, I will definitely be linking the Paranormal Archaeology podcast um, on the Patreon. Again, it will be releasing early to our Patreon supporters, and then it will be releasing to the public, I want to say about a week afterwards. I feel like a week's enough time for everybody who paid to have a chance to listen to it and read and watch everything before the general public. Again, I can't, you know, I can't say enough about how valuable I feel the support that I've received over the past few years, over the past few years has been, especially to the podcast. Thank you, everyone who supports us. Thank you, everyone who is thinking about supporting us. Thank you, everyone who likes and shares us and who leaves comments and gives us ratings on your various podcasting apps. Seriously, seriously, it is the biggest help you can give us as a podcast. And I hope everyone is as excited about the upcoming year as I am. As always, if you want to reach out to Archaeological Fantasies, you can do so at archiefantasies at gmail.com. That's A-R-C-H-Y fantasies, all one word, at gmail.com. You can contact us via the blog, any of the blogs actually, but the main blog is of course archaeologicalfantasies.com or archiefantasies.com. Both of those will get you to the same place. You can contact us there. Send us an email. Send us a comment. Um, you can find the Paranormal Archaeology blog on Anchor and hopefully 
soon on all other formats as well. I know that's going to take a minute. But uh, yeah, with the Anchor app, you can apparently leave me voicemail messages. So if you want to experiment with that, I'll promise to keep an eye out for it. No, like definitive promise there and you as always can follow us on twitter at archie fantasies you can follow us on instagram at archie fantasies and now you can follow us on youtube which is big surprise archie fantasies so i hope to see everybody in 2020 enjoy this very brief recounting of what happened in 2019 and what's going to happen in 2020 thank you again for all of your support and i will talk to everybody in the next podcast See? Are you happy? Do you get it now? Do you get it? Honestly.